You're talking about seeing someone from high school? Just somebody that you, you, you admired and thought was like had everything together and you realize they're not. I think that happens. Which is basically that's, everybody. I think right. It happens a lot. And right? it, it, a lot of people do peak in that high school. Isn't that the saddest thing ever? It is. That's why it's sad when people bring up high school so like prevalently, like in their with every conversation, like they talk about what they used to do and how good they were and could have been the best, but I tore my knee kind of thing. Right. Well, it's the Uncle Rico thing from exactly. uh, exactly. Napoleon Dynamite, right? I bet I could throw a football over them mountains. Right. My daughter went to uh, Rancho Bernardo High, and uh, her class won the state tournament five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. And there are dudes on Instagram still saying, the best years of our life. It's like, if you're really saying the best years of your life are when you're 17 years old, mm-hmm. winning state or not, and I've never won state, I mean awesome good for you but when you're 17 that shouldn't be the best part of your life it should be a really great part of your life right i can see how people do it you know they like they hold on to that the greatest moment they had which i mean i was right out of high school i was probably the most fit you know that i was you look so good (laughs) he fits into a double xl damn you're so good looking look at you what's that that was that was that like a like a, a little thirst post right there. I guess so. When I was in high school, I used to be fit, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> it just for us you to see, jump in. You see me run now. It's not no, good you look, at you all. You look very good. That's because you don't have any very handsome as well. I, I hide it, you know? My <laughs> wife my wife tells me it's because I wear button-up shirts. You know, no. you can't you see do, the fucking You do, you carry your weight extremely well. Yeah, I, I hide I it. was shocked the first time I saw your bare stomach. My, my beer belly? Yeah. Where yeah. is it? In the back or in the front? <laughs> it's around. Right? It's full like a, like donut. A, like a fatted tube? It's full donut, yeah. It's yeah. hard, too. It's like poking that fucking wooden thing right there. Yeah, all the organs are, what are wooden tight. Thing? <laughs> right there, that wooden oh, shelf. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. We're, not, we're not video here, yeah, so you yeah. got to say yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, I couldn't and think of When you word. say wooden thing, I'm yeah. not sure what you're <laughs> That, too. What you're feels pushing. Like, it's like I'm pushing on his erect penis. Nice. Yeah. Okay, thanks, guys. It feels great. <laughs> This is fun. Have we started yet? Yeah, yeah we started. Oh, okay. Yeah. Welcome All to the right. show. Thank you. <laughs> John from John and Tammy. Yeah. So you were Minnesota. That's where you went to high school. I went to high school in Minnesota. I went to college in Minnesota. My first real radio job was in Minnesota. And then I got hired to go do radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. That was going to be one of my questions. How long have you been in radio? Okay. Sorry. Fine. <laughs> Next time you can submit me your questions beforehand, so I know. Is that what you're supposed to do? Um, no, God. God. Uh, so what, what was I've your been question? doing it wrong this whole time. Let's not fuck around. What was just, your question? Just for the present. Stop, stop wasting no, my just, time. What was your question? Just Minnesota. Uh, then uh, spotted cow. How do you feel about it? Oh, I love Wisconsin. Great spotted. It's a great, it's a great Wisconsin beer. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, I've had two tequila shots, so I'm, I'm, I'm talking a <laughs> That's little. That's fault. It's a great Wisconsin beer. Yeah. In fact. We had many artists that would stop in when we were doing our show in Wisconsin mm-hmm. that would stock their buses up with Spotted Cow and bring it <coughs> back. One individual artist brought it back to the bar he was owning mm-hmm. and tried to sell it and got 
harshly reprimanded because really? you're not allowed to do that shit. Well, I know like a lot of people from Minnesota, they they want the Wisconsin beer, right? And they can't get it. So Wisconsin and Minnesota here, everyone thinks they're the same state. Mm-hmm. It's like Minnesota, Wisconsin, or or Win- you know, Wis Minnesota. Don't you know? They're not. They're not the same. They are close <laughs> to each other. They are very cold, uh, and they are home to fabulous. Uh, independent breweries and mm-hmm. wisconsin is the home of, of spotted cow mm-hmm. new glarus wisconsin to be specific and uh it's a it's a great beer and many people long to bring it to where they are and they just can't do it because there's a beer law yeah i mean it's good i've had i was out there for a wedding and it was nice i enjoyed it that's nice. a, a state law like i think it's an i think it's an actual really? law law that you can't take beer that is locally distributed and made somewhere and sell it somewhere i know some dude brought like a a truck down to wisconsin stacked it with spotted cow drove it back to his bar in brooklyn sold it at his bar in brooklyn and got arrested for it i feel like it's a a new glarus thing it has i think i think i think they just don't want anyone else to have it because stone is san diego but you can find that shit yeah, but over. that's nationally distributed. Okay. I, I, I Again, I don't... I think I'm, it, a, I'm a fucking DJ. What yeah. do I know? <laughs> Why are you asking me legal questions? <laughs> Is that the title, DJ, huh? Uh, no, I'm an air personnel. I'm a morning host. Morning host. I do listen to your show every morning. Thank you. And then when you didn't come here and you were like, I'm sick, I'm like, the motherfucker better be sick. And then I listen and they're like, he's gone sick. <laughs> I was so sick. Yeah. You know, I was worried about that too. Uh, you know, back backstory here. And, and and by the way, when you're doing a podcast, you want to reset so people know what you're talking about. So, <laughs> so Chase asked me to be on his, uh, We were, I think we were at a Bible retreat when you saw me <laughs> and you asked me to be a guest on your podcast and I... Willingly accepted, because who the fuck knows who I am, and and I and in, in all seriousness, I love where I live, and I love walking around seeing small businesses succeed where I live. Mm-hmm. So I was really into coming on and talking to you, and I woke up that morning and I I, I a bag of shit hit me, yeah. and I I had the COVID. I finally got it. I finally got it, and I had it for three weeks straight, and it was like. It got worse. Mm-hmm. It didn't get better. It got, in fact, it was weird. Like, unlike any other sickness I've ever had, I felt sick and then I felt better. So I thought I can start living my life. Yeah. And then I felt a million times worse after I started living. It was, I've never experienced anything like it. It's a real deal. This just in, it's not a hoax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it fucks you up. It fucked yeah. me up. It did fuck me yeah. up. I mean, it's any, any time, like right now, I got sick last week. And then, did you have COVID? I don't. I didn't test. Why am I here? I didn't test. Oh, thank God, <laughs> he didn't have COVID. I didn't have COVID. He did was. You, sucking, do you have COVID? He was sucking. No, I'm. I'm. I'm clear. I'm not <laughs> right. sick at all. Just in the. But head. I think right now COVID is the least thing you can get. Yeah, I think so. I think that's what you want to get. Probably. I mean, the thing is, is I got sick. I felt better, and then as soon as I got up to go, I just have congestion, and it's, it's it won't go away. For me, it was the complete and i'm being serious the complete exhaustion i've never felt yeah. i got mono when i was a senior in high school felt like that uh and i lost I, I was a ridiculous i lost a ridiculous amount of weight which i didn't i couldn't spare i barely graduated uh and i didn't need help with the mono for that quite frankly but yeah i i never felt more sick than i did two months ago when i was supposed to be on your on your podcast damn so i apologize oh and, and yeah. thank you for having me back yeah that's awesome 
I've had a blast, by the way. Dude, hell yeah. <laughs> it's just started. We just, we're just I've going. never interviewed anybody. I've never been interviewed Being by anybody, interviewed. I you should know, say. Which, which is funny because I've only been doing this for a year maybe or more. And if someone asked me to come on their podcast, I would be very nervous. Hmm. Like, I, I, I feel like it's not the same. Like, I get to just be here and, like, jab at you and then let you talk, you know? Like, you're good at talking, too, so it's easy. I'd be stoked. You I'm like wait, talking, I'm waiting though. for it. If you're listening and you have a podcast... <laughs> I don't care if one person listens. Let me know. Yeah. Well, I don't have a podcast, but why don't you come on our show? Would there love to. You, there you I would. Go. That okay. I'd be a little nervous for that. We, I would. Why? Live. Why? I've never done live. Live radio. I've done. I mean, live-ish things. We were just on our last or two episodes ago. A guy was going to Nashville, and we were bugging Sody about going that because he can sing like really well. All right. Yeah. Because your dad, your dad's in a band. So yeah, my here, stepdad. Right? My stepdad was with the Manhattan Transfer for thirty years. Right on. Grammy award winning guitarist. Right on. He played with Bette Midler, Ricky Lee Jones, John Tesh, Natalie Cole. He's That's a amazing. And basically, that John Tesh has an award. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't think he got it with John Tesh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, so. I'm joking. <laughs> that's that's actually amazing. It's cool. Manhattan, uh, 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 talk about the boy from New, New York, York City. City. Yeah, right. That's, that's your cool. father. That's it. So your stepfather. Yes. That's amazing. You guys ever cover that song? That's so cool. No, we don't cover it. Um, so yeah, it was cool. I got to. I mean, I grew up around the the four singers. Three of them had kids that were my age, so I kind of grew up with this the, like a family right are uh, you in, are you in a band yeah I, i'm in a cover band yes with him and what do you cover uh we cover a lot of classic rock but recently him and our friend constantine got me into country and so a lot of tyler children uh chase. chase chase okay yes chase so you guys are in a cover band i'm uh, not no he I got me got into, into the music, music that gotcha. we cover. but a lot of classic rock like eagles Almond Brothers, right. um, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. What's your favorite song you guys cover right now? Right now, I love uh, Hard to Handle by Black Crows. I love Night Moves, Bob Seger. Otis Redding, actually, not Well, Black the Crows, original is, yes. and I found that out after I learned the Black Crows version, which yeah. is, he does all the runs and stuff, the, the Motown, like, it's so nice, that record. Do you guys want to know something? Yes. Yeah. I did radio before I came here in Madison, Wisconsin, and in Lake, either Mendota or Monona, is the plane and the body of Otis Redding. That's where he crashed and died. Really? Right. Like week, like days before sitting on the dock of the baby was released. Wow. He's oh, one of he those, died before that? Yeah, right before it came out. Wow. And died in Madison, Wisconsin. Wow. So I brought the podcast down to a real positive note <laughs> yeah. now. No, that's, that's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, it's, it's true, yeah. Super, super cool. And I really, uh, I really encourage you to keep going with what you're doing, man. I can't wait to hear what you're doing and... and uh, I you should, uh, you should go be. see them. They play, I'd love to. They play. You guys play Papagayo, right? Yeah. This we is do. walking distance. Okay. Both Papagayos. We do the Roxy. It was really fun in Encinitas. The Roxy is probably the most fun to watch. I think the... the Roxy in Encinitas? Yeah. Okay. Not yeah. in Hollywood. I would love to see more local live music that, to me, it sounds like you're very, uh, let's just do what we want to do. Not like, let's just do what is going to put butts in the seats oh no I'd, I'd love to see that yeah we we're actually notorious for not learning shit that people want to nice. hear because <laughs> we don't like it and we've we do it four nights a week or five and we found that if we're playing songs we don't like we don't we get burned out so right. we have to like the songs um that being said we do listen to requests and and try but if we don't like it we just don't keep it nice yeah, it's it's shit I grew up on. My biological dad is also a local musician that's been playing in Oceanside and Carlsbad for twenty plus years. Are you good? Um, yeah, I'm yeah, not, yeah, I'm nice. Good. Yeah, I'm not gonna good. say I'm not good. 
There must be a lot of pressure on you to be good. Well, next to him, I got good. I wasn't good when we started. I'll say that. But being really? next to Wayne. At singing or guitar? Uh, Both. I'm also, I'm a rhythm What are you guitar. best at? Singing. Well, rapping, really. What but, do you want to be best at? Writing. And right. you're, you're a better rapper than you are a singer? I'd, well, maybe yeah. now. Bust, can you bust a move right now, young MC? Let's go. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you freestyle? Oh, uh, shit. I can freestyle, but I'm, I'm hesitant to do it right now. Because <laughs> I, I do respect it, and I do want to do well. And with all due respect, that is a trait that I completely respect. I would love to hear you. And, and no pressure. If you can't, you can't. But I'm not saying that flippantly. That is something right. that I really, really respect. Let me the, see. I have a the, little the some, mind. The last time you did this, he said chocolate rain. Yeah, the last time I did, I pulled up the instrument for rain. Chocolate wow. rain. So I'm staying dry. And all of a sudden, it's 20 years ago. Yeah, That's awesome. No, that, was when, that was like when YouTube was popping. <laughs> right? Are you going to do the girl that collapses in the grape stomping oh, uh, YouTube video next? <laughs> yeah, dude, that was about the same time. Oh, my God. You're good. No, in all in all seriousness, that I really respect that. He I can do it. I, I you're not gonna you're not going to. Are you going? I'll to? do it. I'll okay, do this little snippet. Ready? He's never done this. For uh, me, I haven't. So. I'll do it for you. Uh, I always knew I had God-gifted lyrical abilities. My words are my sword. Just flip the S, blessed with the essence of the Lord. Swear to God, they not feeling me. They dim my light, but it's still in me. Cause half of y'all can't accept the fact that I be having bars. Lines carry the kind of weight that can snap the bar. Like I introduced my asteroids, now I'm surpassing stars. Next to me, Uranus couldn't see me if you sat in Mars. I'm scheming to get the belt, but ain't seeing contenders. So I guess it's me against myself, but I'm peak under pressure. And that's believing in yourself, because I was all in before even seeing what I've been dealt. That was just a little snippet. We could break down the lines if you wanted to, but. <laughs> yeah, break down the lines, because I like okay. when you do that. I'm not not applauding because you were great. I'm just not applauding because my microphone was not that's close to all good. Away, yeah. uh, That was really impressive, man. And, that, and that's you. That's your own that's thoughts. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so probably what he my wrote. My favorite like line is, my words, my words are my sword, just flip the S. Because if you take the S from the beginning of sword and you put it at the end, it spells words. It's like little shit like that I love to do. And if you, you know what you do? What do they you, call those? If you take the letter from swords and match it to the end of the letter from swords, it's an S. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. That that is true. It's well. crazy. <laughs> yeah, I I suggest that's your next rap. Okay, that's very I, good. I don't want to tell you what that's to no, do. No, no, I like it. I mean, it's the beginning and the end. Yeah, it's it's cyclical. That's but I did I did say wheeze. sword. I did say uh, sword. In all, uh, <laughs> and I and I said sword. <laughs> it's it's uh, in all seriousness, you're really good. Thank you. Um, and it's it, I love watching somebody do what they love, uh, whether they're good or not. But you are good. Thank you. Um, and I did it low key, like reading it up. Yeah, but now. but it's something that you needed to be pushed to do. It's something that you might not be that comfortable to do. Uh, I thought it was great. Thank so you. good for you, man. Good. Thank you. I you do it. you. I would not be able to do that. Well, I haven't done it in so long, too. I did. I started off only rapping. I was working a job I hated. We did gigs here and there, my stepdad and I. Yeah. And I said to him, I'm fucking tired of my job. Can we do this full time or try it? And his, his thing was like, okay, I'll help you get started and then you do it on your own. But we had such a, an organic, great thing that we created that it's not like since we first started, it's like eight years later and we're now full time. Wow. Doing it. What an amazing gift. It's cool. My dad told me to shut up. So that's awesome. <laughs> no, that's my, bio you. that's my biological. Just dad. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. Shut the fuck up. Good Lord. Yeah. No, it's cool, man. 
it's cool. I'd, I'd be honored if you came to one of the, the gigs. Oh, it's, of a, course. it's a great time. Chase, stop it with the honored Chase shit. I'd love to, I haven't man. seen you since. Uh, I don't really go out at night anymore. Yeah, I know. I respect God, it. me neither. I got kids, you know? Yes. It's rough. I've got yours adult older. kids. Yeah, yours I've are got older. a 24-year-old who's my roommate now, and a 21-year-old lives in Minnesota, and I still say, I can't do it because of the kids. <laughs> it, it is the best reason not to do They're something. that old, really. My daughter's 24, and I don't even feel that old. Yeah. Do I, do I act old? Well, I feel do like, I look old? Well, I feel like I've listened to the show, your show for so long, and I remember like, you. having your daughters on and hearing right. their little tiny voices. Right. So now they're, holy shit. My daughter, Abby, is 24. Mm-hmm. She's a city planner here in Carlsbad. Oh, really? Uh, my, my youngest, my baby is Julia, and Julia used to be on our show. We did a segment called Julia's Juice at 8.15. Yeah. I remember. Um, I'm not a songwriter, but that's the, that's the one song I wrote that had actually been recorded. Julia's Juice at 8.15, better than a tabloid magazine. <laughs> Julia's Juice, the truth can be told. Hollywood gossip from a 12-year-old. Anyway, I wrote that. Yeah, that's great. And now she's 22 years old, and she's graduating from the University of How Minnesota. How old was she when she did it? Because I remember I mean, Julia's dude, Juice. pay attention to the song. 12. She was 12. Come on. I'm sorry. I'm really bad at that. Uh, <laughs> that's why I'm here. <laughs> pay attention to the song. I, I zone I, out. I have a job. Thank God I have a job where I was, when I was ready to bring my life and my family into it. Mm-hmm. And make it not a, not to rip on other radio people, but not to make it a, hey, here's our wacky, nutty bit. Yeah. Just here's my life. Yeah. And maybe you'll think it's funny. I hope you do. Uh, And, you know, we're almost 12 years into it. So I I, I guess people do. But yeah, I mean. I like the way you. I like the way you guys did that. Oh, thank you. And then like your neighbor with the guy that does the funny. Neighbor Gary. Yeah, that's a funny one too. We, well, we can't talk about him because he doesn't listen to our show still. And the only reason he's fucking popular is because of our show. And he's yeah. still to this day. Uh, I, I've heard you do a show. It's like, shut up, asshole. Doesn't that make you know him, I do a show. Doesn't that make him better though? He's, he's awesome. I yeah, love him. Yeah, I think I it's love great. Him. Once I got past the... I'm a dick radio guy Mm -hmm. and got into like, you know what? If I just talked normally, Mm -hmm. it's kind of more like a podcast. That's when, right. Yeah. And that's why this is working because that's what people want to hear. Absolutely. They don't want to hear anything. No one wants to be talked down to or like, boy, I wish I can imagine that life. They're like, oh, I can do that. And, and, and I mean, what life have I had? I, I, I grew up in, I was born in Chicago. I grew up in Minneapolis. I had small town market radio jobs until I came here. This is my dream job. I worship it. I love living here. I will never take it for granted. There's nothing sexy about this. It's just it's just hard work. It's just the way it is, you know. What I what I think is crazy too is you're, like you're you're live every morning, right? Yeah. I don't understand how you can like like I have if I have a bad day. Working, it's fine. Like, I can, I only have a, a client for 30 minutes. But doing this, like being on, like, it's easy for us because we're just talking. But you have to have, like, you have a persona. You do. I don't understand how, like, you're, you have to have bad days and you still go on. And you still have, like, the same kind of demeanor and, and the way you speak and everything. So, thank you for saying that, by the way. First of all, when I realized I wanted to do this, I was in 
college at um, when I went to college, it was called Mankato State University. It's now called Minnesota State at Mankato. And I talked to the man that was in charge of the college radio station. And I said to him, this is what I want to, I finally found what I want to do. And he said, okay, well, if you want to do this, you can't be sick. You can't be sad. You can't have a personal life because nobody gives a shit. They've got their own stuff. Mm -hmm. And it was really good advice, but I don't think it was right. Because I realized, and it was, it was really hard for me to come to grips with this. Because I'm a private person. And I don't like people knowing my shit. But when I went and said to people, here's what's happening with me. Whether it was trivial, I couldn't find a parking space at Ralph's. Or... I'm getting divorced from my wife and I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure my kids will ever talk to me again. They were always there for me. And I realized to do what I do, the best way I can do it, the most honest way I can do it is to completely be honest and just to have people react. Mm-hmm. And it's not always worked. There have been, People that have you know judged and said things, but that's what you put yourself into when you put yourself out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for the most part, it it kind of saved me because I was like, okay, there are more people who have gone through this and are ready to just talk and experience their shit mm-hmm. than judge. Right. So, yeah. But yeah, I, I definitely can see that from when I listen. And I, and I just, I always think about that, like how, how you're able to well, just go Chase, on Chase, I appreciate live. you asking that because I think our show is better now mm-hmm. since my divorce. Right. Because I was forced to say, I mean, it's a real hard look in the mirror. Like, do you really want to talk about the worst possible time of your life? Right. But it, it worked out. And I, it worked out for me because people helped me through it. You know, I found out that my listeners are also my friends. Yeah. I mean, that's a rough topic in general like even bringing it up to friends you know that kind of topic is is very very difficult for someone to be open about but right. most people are going through fucked up shit at everybody some point. Is. i mean everyone everybody is. everyone is, everyone is. So, i mean my dog almost died this weekend yeah so can you tell me talk about, about that, that. <laughs> we, he told me on the phone earlier but i wanted it to be yeah, here so can you rough. talk about that well so, what the so, fuck happened so friday was it friday saturday we had uh liam's baseball practice his son. My son, yeah. And right before bra- baseball practice, I noticed the dog had puked up, like, underwear. My wife's underwear. and Nice choice, by the way. Which is weird, because I normally do that. <laughs> That's so bad. You sick fucker. <laughs> the fact that you threw up is a good joke. The fact that you threw up his wife's underwear is I mean, horrible. like you said, being real and honest, so this, people this respond. Dog is Here, here's what I want to know, though. I'm sorry. With all due respect to your almost dying dog, did you throw up the the underwear as a like whole, or was it in your body enough to break down and be out in pieces? No, I threw it up you whole. sick fucker. Okay, I kind good. of I did it with the intention of throwing up. I'm on this diet thing right now, so I, tr- yeah. I, I put my <laughs> foot into bulimia. You're on the keto underwear diet. Correct. Nice. Yeah. And underwear okay. is keto. Underwear, underwear has underwear no carbs. Only. Okay, so, I'm yeah. sorry. Your dog's no, dying. Go ahead. Yeah. No. 
So she <laughs> she throws up this fucking underwear. But she she's done it before. This is like the eighth time it's happened. Yeah. And uh, that was fine. And then we went to baseball practice, got back. She was looking fucking weird. My son was like, my son noticed. He's seven years old. And he's like, hey, she's acting funny. Like, And she's doing like downward dog and holding the pose. And I'm like, okay, she's not in a good spot. It was called downward nothing until she came I mean, up with it, by exactly, the way. Exactly, right? Yeah. You're welcome, yoga. Yeah. So... I'm like, okay, she maybe she has another pair of underwear stuck in her. You know, like something's not right. Take her to the vet. X-rays. Looks like there's something in there. Take her home. We're like, maybe it'll pass. Gets worse and worse. And then she ended up next day. We're like, okay, let's go back. Did X-rays again. There's something stuck. So then we're trying to decide, like, do we wait? Because it's an emergency vet on the weekend. We're like, do we wait for an ultrasound, which we have to wait till Monday, or pay more for a guy to come in to fucking do it? which is like $1,200. And uh, we were like, fuck it, let's do the surgery, get it out. Ended up being an avocado seed. Hmm. So she must have eaten like a half avocado with the seed in it, swallowed the fucking, and it got stuck in her small intestines. Damn. It's a big seed too. Yeah. That's a pit, not a seed. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking big. So she's she's good though. She's good. We just got her back tonight. But yeah, that kind of shit happens. Where I was like, praying through that entire story that I wasn't that you were dead. ending that she's dead now yeah I might have done it that way if she did no he, he loved absolutely dogs so would, much he would lead it on and set it up like no, that he's, he's, a, he's a good storyteller he is, is what yeah. he is <laughs> you, you, you start uh, with a tease so yeah did my have, dog die or not you're gonna find out right after the break do you wanna know well so we paid for an $8,000 fucking that avocado sucks what do you do I mean the thing is is she's a hunting dog like we she's a bird dog oh, and I use her like we puppy i yeah, it was Emma. Oh fuck! I thought it was the no. Oh, and she's I've, beautiful. So I've, isn't I've, she? Oh, she's a beautiful dog. Yeah, she's, she's well trained. So you put a lot of money into this dog already. So the thing is, is, I bought her for fifty bucks. I got her as a, a like it was a fuck up breed. We got her for fifty bucks. We got lucky, and uh, she just ended up being one of the best fucking hunting dogs I've seen. Like she's so on it and loves to do it. Super smart, listens well. I I didn't pay much to train her. I trained most of, most of it, you know, most of the time was me, but I only paid 50 bucks and I would pay $6,000 today for a good hunting dog. So when it came to surgery, it was like, and how much would you pay to save her? Uh, yeah. Like eight grand. That's it. Eight grand. Yeah. Okay. So what's your dog's name? Emma. Emma. If your surgery's 9,000, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's it. We call it. You're done. Eight was the cap. You she, lived a she good barely life. Barely fucking made it. And and by the way, with seven years added on with human years, you're you shit. Yeah. You're elderly, so yeah. you lived a good life. I mean, I've I'm had other dogs where I was. I would have probably put them down. I before I came here, I walked my dog. Right. I am a surly, middle-aged bastard. I've never experienced love like I've experienced. That love dog. when I walk through that door and that dog uh -huh. goes batshit. Uh -huh. I will kill a man before I let that dog suffer. Right, I get it. Yeah, I'm what sorry. Kind of dog? It, it, mutt. Yeah. You know, he's got like nine. Yeah. He's got like nine different breeds. We 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 did the uh, the dog DNA and shit, thing, yeah. and he's like cocker. He's like Pekingese. So he's smaller. But then there's a part of it. It says nine percent Irish. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, but nine percent. <laughs> undecided or undetected which means Chihuahua. mom was a whore yeah. <laughs> walking around Tijuana yeah, and yeah, this is my Chihuahua. pup but I'll tell you this he is <coughs> he has and I wasn't even a big 
dog guy. Even though I've had a dog my entire life, I, I think I kind of took it for granted. Mm-hmm. This dog has saved my life. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love him, and I know this, and I mean no disrespect to my girlfriend who I love very much, Amy Lee Granton. If I ever needed to get laid, I can walk that dog around <laughs> Carlsbad Village, <laughs> and I'm just saying, I, mean, I might need to do some work myself, yeah. but... It, it, He's quite the magnet. Yeah. Yeah, it'll do it. So he's a smaller dog. I'm joking. The cliche is real, though. Women love small dogs. Yeah. I've always had dogs, but I feel like you do have that one soulmate dog that's like the one. And that was my first dog. All dogs are amazing, man. What was his or her name? Her name was Lucy. Lucy. She was a boxer. First dog, Chase, you? Uh, First dog that I owned or first dog that I had? Your soulmate dog. I mean, Emma's probably like it's probably her. I mean, before her, I had we had Captain, which was a Boston Terrier. He was kind of became my wife's dog though. And then before that, I had Crunch, which was a great name, Captain Crunch. Crunch. Yeah, I love great it. name. He was a a Chow Lab mix, and he I never trained him or anything. I used to paint soccer fields, and he would just follow me like every corner, every turn. He's just a good dog. Uh, he all died. Dogs at, are, all dogs. He are great died dogs. at five because his fucking liver and kidneys just shut down. All of a sudden, like. Couldn't do anything about it. Captain had a gnarly thing. Captain happen, right? ate a cheeseburger and died in front of my kids. My dad, my yeah, mom tragic. and dad uh, killed their dog. My 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 dad's dog ate his foot cream. Oh fuck! Oh no! And he died like almost I mean, instantly. Like antifungal. Yeah, dogs fucking eat stupid I shit. Mean, dogs are dumb. You gotta blame the dad on that one, right? <laughs> Hide yeah. your foot cream, bro. Yeah. Well, my wife the whole time she's like hoping it's not underwear. Like she was like, I hope it's not the underwear. Because she was like, it's my underwear that he ate. So she wouldn't get blamed for the in death. In a sense, like she feels So she better. would rather have you get blamed for the death, is what I you're would saying. rather myself get blamed for the death. Do that you have an avocado well. tree? No. It's, I mean, someone, someone left the avocado on the counter. Someone. So your wife would rather have you plant some fake underwear that your dog ate and died <laughs> from than well, accept the fact that it's her underwear. She also said too, she's like, I just don't want the doc I also don't want the doctor to like pull out underwear. And, and I'm like, why is that matter? <laughs> she's gonna the she doctor's gonna look at you like you doesn't fuck Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's hard not to think about it. You're fucking paying a bunch of money and your dog that we care about, you know. Do you I, hunt at all? I don't hunt. No. I fish. I don't hunt. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're saying you're nothing fish. against hunting. What? Yeah. I just, I just don't do it. I what mean, kind I of only fishing? I only really bird hunt. What kind of fishing? Uh, I like to do uh, freshwater fishing. I've done deep fishing, uh, deep sea fishing. I find that more deep sea catching than deep sea fishing. I love freshwater fishing. Again, I was grown. I, I was uh, raised in the Midwest, so uh, Chicago, Minneapolis. Wisconsin, a lot of freshwater, yeah. a lot of freshwater fishing, uh, a lot of smallmouth bass. I love uh, fishing for bass. I love fishing for walleye. Um, catching a northern is really fun too. A northern pike, pike yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I love to fish. I would, I would rather be fishing right now. No, res- no disrespect to both of you. <laughs> no, I feel that. I mean, it's yeah. a little dark, but you could do it for sure. I went on my first tuna trip last year. I was very excited. Yeah, and he's kind Are of you talking obsessed. about fishing or girl hunting. Both. Okay. <laughs> it's funny. My my friend's dad. My friend's dad last year was talking about. He's like, uh, oh man, we're going to the. We got to go to the uh, waste management golf tournament in Arizona. There's so much hot tuna there. And I was like, what Yikes. the fuck? Yeah. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, hot tuna. You never heard that? I'm like. <laughs> No, dude. He's like that means you know, like like women, like hot tuna. Oh, yeah. Yes, and I was like, you. 
And it's so it's so hard to hear. And I guess ugh, I hate saying this. I guess I'm that guy now. It's so here to old guys talk gross about sex. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. Because it's like I'll never talk like that. And then you realize, shit. I think I just did. Yeah. That's that's hard, man. He's. And you know what else is hard? <laughs> Being fifty three fucking years old. How am I? Do do I? You look don't look like fifty three. I would not man? have said fifty three. No, I would have said in your forties for sure. Thirties maybe. I would, have, I, I would have said like 42. Thank you. I get 40, though. Like 42. I get 40 something. Ugh, when I I'm 53, it. I'm going to look I fucking 70. And, Me too. Yeah. And you guys are what? You're both in your 30s, I'm right? 28. So there you go. You're See right there. Yeah. fucking years yeah. old. I'm yeah. 30, 34. Yeah. You're 34. Yeah. Well, it, I, thanks for having the old guy here. No, hey, you coming. can still go fishing. There's a discount, right? <laughs> that's, all, that's the only reason I'm here. The cougars that hit on me at Coyote tell me I'm an old soul, so... Are you? I, I will say this: <laughs> living in Carlsbad Village, being of a certain age, it's very easy to get ass out here. <laughs> it, it's true. I, I I'm not looking. I've, I'm I'm very very happily involved with somebody, but but in, in between those times, I mean, you 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 walk around a cute puppy, dude. The dog. I'm, dogs do a lot. Kids do more. Walk around with a kid. I got do much more thing. action welcomed. While walking a dog than a than a kid, yeah, yeah, well, you, yeah. You don't get the talk with, with the kid, but well, it, they probably figure it comes when you have later. A kid, you're too busy. <laughs> comes later, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. But yeah, so let me talk about you guys. I, I, sure. I I've never been interviewed. I always do the interviewing. I'm down. So I want to know how have you stayed alive during COVID as an independent businessman in Carlsbad Village? Um. I mean, not to get too heavy, but I, I well, want to know. The good thing is, is like I said uh, before, I think I might have said this: is I have a clientele, right? I've if I was if I had actually opened a business and I wasn't doing this beforehand, it would have been way harder. But I've built before COVID happened. I'd been cutting hair in this area, North County, for uh, shit six years, so I already had built the clientele. So when it happened. I did. I think I did two and a half months, maybe, two, maybe, maybe two months of no no cutting hair. Just close the shop up. And when the shop fucking when it first happened, do you remember all the fucking riots that were going on too? Yeah, fuck yes, I remember. So like people were boarding the streets right on State Street. Remember Los Olas? It was completely uh -huh. covered in wood, and uh -huh. it said, "Please save us" on the on the plywood. Yeah. So like the night. Everyone got a warning of like when it might have happened, like a raid or something, like or some kind of fucking yeah shit going down. We just opened, turned all the lights on, fucking brought the coolers out and hung out out front. We and used what to have made like you a, do that? To, to were hang. you were you just like, what the fuck's happening right now? And and I'm scared as shit, and yeah. I don't know what's happening, and I just want to. I didn't want to keep my business alive and yeah. B keep my humanity alive. I mean, I didn't want to happen there. I just didn't want to board up. I didn't want to do whatever. I didn't want to like bow down to it. I didn't want to like accept that fucking some people were going to come fuck shit up just to fuck shit up. So what are you doing now that I mean, COVID's not over, obviously, but we have all adapted to a new way of living. Yeah, no one no one does what they used to do when COVID first started. Cause before it was like, like we'd have people call and make sure we had masks on and which we would do. If, right. if and it got to a point where if, cause this is a close encounter, you know, job service, people that were scared 
they would tell us or we'd ask them, how do you feel about me wearing, not wearing a mask? Like, do you want me to wear one? I'll put one on because I don't care. Like, I don't agree with the mask. I don't think it, it makes sense at all. But if someone is uncomfortable, my first thing to do as someone that it works in a service industry is to make sure that that person is comfortable in my chair. So if you're comfortable you, or you're not comfortable, I'll put a well, mask and on. If you're going to make a living, I mean, it is what, what it does is. it really matter if you agree with the mask or not? It just sucks. Make a living. Like, especially with glasses. Like, I just fucking can't see cutting hair. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, it fucks up. And So, my girlfriend cuts hair. Mm-hmm. And it's still happening today. Really? All these years later. So, it doesn't happen here anymore, at least. Okay. Luckily, it's, it's super mellow no one brings it up and the thing that has happened now i don't have people coming in sick i used to have people i would get sick because someone would come in like they need a haircut but that's obviously because they were wearing masks (laughs) right (laughs) wouldn't that be the way wouldn't wouldn't that be no you're laughing but am i wrong no i mean like people don't come in sick now like if they're sick they don't come get a haircut because they take them more They'll seriously. Cancel. Before, oh, before COVID, you. people before, didn't give a shit. They, they would, people would just come in sick like it didn't but matter. But you don't think there's less people being sick now because they're actually covering themselves up? I used to laugh at Asians on airplanes. Full disclosure. Yeah, yeah. And now, I fucking hate flying anyway. I think And I horrible. always get sick on airplanes. Yes. I will wear a mask on an airplane every time. And if you got a problem with that... Fuck you. I don't, I don't care. I don't think it's weird that someone wears a mask. That's no. your choice. Yeah, you have the choice to wear it or not. I just can't afford to get sick. Yeah, no, I, I've been sick more now this this year than I have ever, though. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's my kids being in public school now. Could be. No, it's clearly that. Come but I mean, on. I've also, I touched, I am next to people touching them, touching their face, like, I just gave you a shave, right? Like I'm ne- you I'm right next to you. I I built a pretty good immunity over the years where I I didn't get sick. Well, A, my skin is tremendously clean. <laughs> B, you don't know what those shitheads in in, in your kids school have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I th- I swear to god this is true. They should give parents a jug of amoxicillin <laughs> when their child is born. Right. Because the second they go into the public sector, you're Ear infections. Everything. Throat infections. You give them that amoxicillin and they're fine. But yeah, I mean, of yeah. course they're going to get sick I mean, like at my, school. My wife will go do like a, you know, a, she'll help out in the class. And she's like, everyone's coughing. All the kids are coughing. The teacher's coughing. It's like they're just, it's just, they're all fucking sick all the time. It's crazy. I, I don't also, remember that though. I want to say this because you won't say it and it, I'm objective here. I am like the, I do come hang out here and I love everyone here. The other reason that they did so well is because you go to some barbershops and it's kind of impersonal or it's like they're just cutting your hair and you're gone. Like Chase has built with the people he hired and the people that come in like a, a community. Like I've met people that I just see here that we're friends now. That's awesome. And it really is more than a barbershop. It's like a, it's a place that people come. Well, it, a good place. Shouldn't that be what a community business is all about? That's what and, I, I try. And, yeah. and shouldn't that really be what a barbershop's all about? I mean, yeah, yeah. that's exactly what I always thought complete respect to what you just said that's actually awesome when i was a kid my dad um and up uh in march will be my two-year anniversary of my dad dying um i'm still not over it 
my dad used to take me everywhere he went because I was his only Italian son. And Italian sons, I mean, forget about it. <laughs> but he, my dad used to go to the same barber shop. It was called the Gaslight, and it was in Chicago. Now, when we lived in Chicago, that was fine. But when we lived in New York and in Minnesota, my dad would fly to Chicago to get his hair get his cut. Haircut, yeah. So I'd go there, and it was... I so wish I can go there now just to watch. Because when I was a kid, I couldn't understand it. I couldn't appreciate it. Because every guy there was like 50, 60... Maybe maybe they were younger. To my young kid mind, that's how old they were. Mm-hmm. There were Playboys magazines mm-hmm. uh, instead of like whatever. Uh, it was only dudes. They all had chains. They all it all smelled of oil. It was Italian, right? Yeah. And <laughs> I get my hair cut, and when I got my hair cut, I get done, and no matter what my hair looked like, I, it'd be like three inches higher. It'd be parted down the middle. I looked like, and this is such a huge old reference, but I looked like Travolta in Saturday Night Fever. Uh He'd be like, what are you doing to me? I'm just trying to be an eighth grade kid. I would say to these guys, no, I want this done. And I would tell them exactly what I want done. And when I got done, it would look exactly the same way as it did (laughs) before I started. Uh The same freaking fro. I don't even know where I'm going with the story. I'm just saying. You remember. I, I that is something I'll never ever Have forget. Have you gone back to see if that shop's there? Uh, I no no no, I haven't. I mean, obviously, my dad had to stop going there after he got older. My dad died in March. Uh, but Chicago, yeah, Ronnie right? Ronnie at Gaslight. My dad would go to his chair and say, "Don't look at the magazines." And the only thing I wanted to do was look at the magazines. <laughs> there were booby magazines. Yeah, so I got a book over there called Barbershops of America. And a photographer went around the U.S. and went to all these different barbershops. Old, new, all, all different types. And he takes photos. And it's like every single shop has a similarity of like the nostalgia to it. You know? Nice. And if you look, you, you would really like that book. You never know. You're, the gaslight might be in there for all we know. Ronnie was his name. I've known many Rons that uh, cut hair. (laughs) I would walk in there and I'd say, just please make me look young Mm -hmm. and like popular. And I walk out of there, hair up here. Yeah. Somehow I magically got three gold chains around my neck. (laughs) I didn't didn't walk in there with them, but I have them now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, kids come in here and you sit down. Like I put a skateboard down. You sit on the skateboard and I cut your hair. And most of the time, like the kid wants something. And what I do is I look at the dad, and they go, and then I do what the dad wants or the mom wants. That's that's what happens. That's the way it is. You yeah, but you're cut. you're putting your kid in a skateboard. That's pretty. You're you're obviously a very cool barber. <laughs> kids get kids cuts. That's just how it is. My 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 barber back then was my dad's barber, mm-hmm. so I couldn't say a goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. Whatever my dad said, I was getting exactly. Yeah. 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 So, where are you going? What's happening here? He's probably got to go to the bathroom. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Okay, we're boring you. <laughs> okay. But I like that, that you remember going back. Vividly. Just, yeah. I mean, the that's. Gaslight. That's what I, that's what I try to create here, too, this, like, memorable space. Community. So this is the first time I've ever been in here. Yes, I've walked. Is. I've walked by here probably a thousand times. Really? And I love, A, the fact that you're able to keep it going mm-hmm. in 
in a really weird world. And now that I'm inside, I love what you've done to decorate this place. I mean, it's very old school. You got your you got your merchandise there, and that's cool. And I I I love this, and I really hope that this is going to be able to, uh, something that you be able to hang on to. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that would stop it from being here in Carlsbad would be them if this location ended right they sold it tore it down like everything else in fucking Carlsbad right now that would be the only thing and if I couldn't find some another space for the right price so in the village right now the chocolate shop's done yes. Al's two doors down Al's done. done I mean O'Sullivan's O'Sullivan's has been Tom done Giblin's. since COVID yeah, yeah. I mean, that was my favorite place to go, man. It was the Harry Potter Cantina. bar. I love that spot. Cantina, but that was a that was more of a not more Cantina, of a business thing, like like Las Olas was. They they both said we're selling. Yeah. Are you worried about any of that happening now with this small independent business yeah, where you know, everything in the village is kind of changing right now? I don't I don't see the village being what it is, what it was, and what it is even right now in twenty years. I think everything's gonna be gone. It's not gonna be the same. Unless That's I get along with these. depressing. It is. It sucks. Don't this is where I grew up. Don't you think there's so many people here that want it to be what it was? So right. I live in the barrio. Yeah. And literally, there's like five or six new high rises mm-hmm. popping up. And it's like, they're trying to, they're, they're struggling to find people to live there because mm-hmm. they're super fucking expensive. They're too expensive. 1.9. And it doesn't make any sense. And yeah. you're, you're destroying a lifetime of sightline for people that have been here. Mm-hmm. I, and I've only been here for seven years. Yeah. I'm already seeing it. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It, it looked completely different when oh, we were kids. So much different. Like, so you guys are both native. Yeah. yeah, I grew up here. Like where we, where I grew up, like where I live now, like right where our, or the school that we went to as kids, uh, elementary, middle school, like we used to like, my dad used to ride dirt bikes behind the school. Like we, he would take us and we go shoot guns, right around the right around the corner. And right. there's nothing like then it's all gone. You can do that now, but you probably <laughs> will spend a night somewhere a different, different than your home. Yeah, it's a little different. Well, I really, uh, I really appreciate you guys having me here. I, I've only, I, I after my divorce, I lived. I used to uh, do um, long distance cycling. So when I was training, I would drive through uh, Carlsbad Village. I'm from the Midwest, so I, I, you know, I've only been here for uh, 11 years now. But I drive through Carlsbad Village. I'm, like, I'm somehow I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to live here. Mm-hmm. Well, I got divorced, and the first thing I did was like, I'm living here. I've been here for seven years now, and I have already noticed how different things in are. seven years. It's changed yeah. drastically. But I've already also noticed how hostage I am. Like, oh, you mean you feel I'll, stuck here? I don't want to ever leave. Yeah, and somehow, no matter what they're going to do to change things, I'm down with. And I don't know why. And maybe it's because of my divorce. And maybe it's kind of symbolic of, okay, this is this is this is showing me that I was able to move on. I don't know what it is, but I just know that I love living here, and I I. It's going to take a lot to get moving out of here. Yeah, the thing with the village specifically is that it's so easy to, like, there's everything you need. And you're living in this, like, area where you can go anywhere and get anything, but it's also pretty quaint. It still is. Even with all these fucking high-rises going up, it's still pretty quaint. 
So I got to tell you guys a story. Okay. <laughs> and I'm lubed up a little bit now. So, <laughs> so I was asked to uh, be a judge in the Taste of Carlsbad mm-hmm. recently. And I was super excited because I really want to be associated with living here. Mm-hmm. I post like at my John and Tammy site. Every time I'm walking, doing something, you talk I'm about pretty it sure that's how you and I got connected, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah. So I want people to know how much I worship living here because I really do love it here. Mm-hmm. And it really was, some, uh, it was, it was really significant for me getting past my divorce. Like, okay, this is mine, finally. Mm-hmm. It really means a lot to me. So I was asked to, uh, to uh, be a judge in the uh, taste of Carlsbad. And I'm not trying to call anybody out here. But I went to get my credentials, and they actually told me. So if you're at a place like Knockout Pizza, and you think it's great, maybe don't make it the best, because that's not the restaurant we're looking for as far as the best. It was rigged. And I'm like, well, I'm not, I mean, I guess. But I'm like saying, I'm like saying, (laughs) what if I'm at Knockout Pizza, and I'm given the best piece of fucking pizza ever. i ever had in my life yeah and i don't know sure you guys ever had pizza it's the best food ever <laughs> if if you're giving me the best pizza ever <laughs> that's basically the best food ever yeah i'm gonna go ahead and say and i was just like wow did you, did you turn him down then uh i i i i will tell you this i did not i just said to myself well i don't want to be associated with you anymore mm-hmm. And I'm going to go ahead and do what you want. Even more so want to give knockout pizza. pizza. Right. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And, dude. and by the way, they, they didn't. They didn't get it. Yeah. But they would have. Yeah. Had you know, they been who, the best. Who won? I don't even know. Okay. I just remember like, God, what a dicky thing to say. Yeah, it's fucked up. I also didn't know there was a judge for Taste of Carlsbad. I thought you just went around and tasted food. Well, and, and maybe I'm wrong. I just know that I was asked to be a, judge. a part of this panel. Yeah. And I was super stoked. Because when my daughter and I walk around the village, I always like post something, and she's like, "What are you posting? You're such a lame ass." And I'm like, "No, because I want the people who live here to know that there's a person that works in the media that lives here and loves living here, mm-hmm. and I kind of want to be a part of it. I guess it's kind of douchey and dorky. No, it's not. Uh, eh. It's cool. No, it's very cool. Well, I'm proud of where I live, and I wasn't that day. I'll tell you that. Yeah, and that's a bummer. I, I and I'm not trying to call anybody out, but that was definitely said to me. No, like, if this is the best, we're all about calling maybe people out. not yeah, go the best. And I was like, oh. that's that's like the opposite of what we love about this place, though. Like yeah. the people that are trying to change it, like that's who told you to but say that. Who they might not be trying to change it. It's just that's that one lady that has a job that she right. really likes, enjoys doing, and then she's gonna try to like. M- finagle her friends did she give place. you a specific one to put in first or did she say don't do the local she ones she called that- out one specific place as an example yeah of a good place just saying if that place gets it that that maybe know where that's coming from okay but i mean a lot of the events that happen in the village they or in carlsbad in general they kind of suck at it they're not the best whoever's their parks and rec and events it's not the best so what are you thinking like if you go to their like I love Oktoberfest. I okay. fucking love everything about Oktoberfest. You come in, there's no fucking German beers 
at Oktoberfest. The park is perfect. It's amazing. It's so a great a spot. I'm sorry. They do Carl's. They they do Oktoberfest. Carl's yeah, Carl's German. At Holiday, it's German. At Holiday at Holiday Park, they do a, an Oktoberfest during September October. How long? It's like a weekend. Oh, I mean, how long has it been going on? If a long time. Oh, jeez, I suck. Okay, go ahead. But it Sorry. sucks. It sucks. It's not good. It's not a good. There's no German beer. They run out of fucking pretzels and food. And then their fucking music's not polka. It's just fucking some dude with the DJ doing music. It's like, I don't have the energy or time to fucking put it on. So I can so only bitch. it's not Oktoberfest. It's not at all. It's, it's, it's parking lot fest. They call it Oktoberfest. Let's charge you some money to buy some beer. And it's shit. It's shit. Okay. And then the, the beer fest that happens is actually pretty fun in the park as well. They do a beer fest and... Carlsbad uh, Beer Fest is pretty fun. They do good beer. It's all good local beer breweries. But I love Oktoberfest, and they fucking ruin it. It's not good. <clears throat> but those those things aren't what make Carlsbad Carlsbad. No, but Carlsbad could be good at it doing could that. Be we good also that. have the street fair is the one of the largest street fairs in the fucking That's United also States. True. That's true. And can it I, sucks. Can I ask you? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Are you both local? Yeah. Yes. This is where you're from. Yes. yes. Okay, so I am not. Okay. I love... Love, cap locks, love living in Carlsbad. Mm-hmm. I love it here. I love walking the village. I love walking my dog. This is how we got to be friends. I love it. What is your beef with Carlsbad? There's, I don't have beef. I always say no, I, I, I love I, Carlsbad. I started at the finish line. That's no, how but, I think but of it. But you guys are legit just said right now. That has to do with city. These, festivi- these festivities to- throughout the village are bullshit. What's your, what's your beef? I want to know. That was more Chase. That was all me. Yeah. What I was saying more is the things that make Carlsbad so great aren't the things, the events that are put on. It's the everyday like. I have to pee so you can talk about yeah. everything you love. It's going to Lola's. Have you been to Lola's? Of course I'm, you have. I'm you live in the barrio. Lola's. Right. Okay. Yep. Lola's is a neighborhood shop. I remember kids that didn't have money, they'd give them a credit line so they could eat that day. Like, right that's on. what makes Carlsbad great. Places like Gregorio's that used to be Spirito's. Have you eaten at Gregorio's? I have. This is a joke, kind of, but also great place to take a shit if you ever have to poop in the village and you want a clean bathroom. Gregorio's is the spot. But I love Gregorio's. They've, they've been there. They were a different name, but it's the same restaurant. And I used to go there when I was two years old. It looks basically, they re- renovated a bit inside, but like a lot of the staff has been there since I was a little kid. It's the same food. It's the same vibe. Like that's the shit that makes those little Mexican restaurants, the, uh, you know, taste of the Himalayas, right. great Himalayan spot right there. Like it's those little things that you can go to on a daily that make Carlsbad great. I don't think it's the once a year events like the street fair or the Oktoberfest that make our city great. And we also have like a sick history of like surfing and skating. And there's like all this Carlsbad does have culture. Like not a lot of, you know, California has its own culture. I'd say there's like the Bay area has some culture, and like LA, I guess, but it's a mix of everything. But there's definitely a North County, San Diego, like extreme sport culture. I've heard all of that, and I I get it. I know it. I I spend entirely too much to live here, and I'm not going anywhere. I love it. I love the fact I walked here. I love the walk. The fact I'm walking home. I I I love it. I but love it's, Carlsbad. Carlsbad is a silver lining to that bad situation. Like, this is something that came from that that's a positive. But what do you love about Carlsbad? Like, what is it that you love about it? What, when you rode your bike through here, you drove through here, that you looked at it and said, like, I need to live here? Oh, I'm going to piss off a lot of people when I say this, but it's not (laughs) Encinitas. I love pissing off people. It's it's not douchey. It's not not the vibe of Carlsbad or of, of La Jolla, of 
Encinitas. It's people who are regular people who somehow found a place to live out here. Yeah. I mean, that's that. It seems a realistic place to live on the coast in it's, Southern California, as opposed to this is not only beyond my pay scale, but beyond where I'm comfortable being because I'm just not a dick. Right. It's kind of amazing how expensive it is to live here, but how many real people that aren't like super wealthy that you find in Carlsbad. I mean, yeah. y- you can find that just about everywhere you go where like the people that live here, work here are the ones that like are holding the town together. Right. Are the ones that can't afford to fucking live in where they're living. I know. And that's happening a lot everywhere now. Yeah. I, uh, I've been, uh, a professional in San Diego County now for almost 12 years and I lived in Rancho Bernardo I was married and as soon as I got divorced I moved to Carlsbad if I lose my job I cannot live in Carlsbad anymore that's all that's all there is to it radio is not the safest job especially nowadays and especially if you suck um yeah what would you do if if you lost that job I don't think I can even stay in the state right I mean, I'm a, back to I'm a, I'm a, I am a, I am a 53 year old divorced man, but yeah, I mean, this is not a place where you can say, I want to start my life here because no. you just, this is the American dream of, of starting whatever you want to do is not available in Southern California. Yeah. And that's garbage. Yeah. Actually, Would you go back to, well, you said you want your daughter lives in Wisconsin. My, my youngest daughter lives in Minnesota, Minnesota. Um, I want to be with her, where I can be with anybody that I uh, I love. I would I love 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 working and living here. Yeah, I walk the village every day with my dog. I I I am a constant figure in the streets. Uh, I am so thankful for the people that listen to my morning show. I mean, I. Thank you. I, I mean, anybody that, that, that chooses to, 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 I mean, morning radio is different because it's a habit. It's not like you wake up. It's a habit. Uh, more than any other radio listening, morning radio is a habit. You have a specific thing you do every morning, whether it's morning radio, morning TV, morning, you know, serious whatever you listen to the same thing every morning you do the same thing every morning i don't take that for granted so god damn it what was your question chase i'm sorry i just i just <laughs> no it was, i love my job we do me a huge favor and turn your mic Thank a you. little clockwise just the tiniest bit clockwise. sorry better other, other way other way let's let's go back better that's yes it. that's it yeah hi i've been turning you up as you've I'm moved sorry. away from it I, i've just been letting you go um right, right where that audio technica is did I answer any of your questions? Um, Better. My question was where you would go, where you'd move. Yeah, you did because. No, my, I would stay here. Yeah, no, you. But like you said, if you, he's gonna try to do it. Actually, it's down here. <laughs> Touch him there, Sody. Could you just twist that a bit? <laughs> would you mind? I mean, I kind of. Think uh, no, but so. my question so was: I was is, a if you lost, game. if you lost your job, like because you brought it up where you would move back to or if you would move back to Minnesota or Wisconsin. But uh, you just talked about how thankful you are for the people that listen. I honestly don't think I could imagine John and Tammy leaving. I I think that'd be fucking weird. So weird. I don't know. Like, I don't really know how it works with how you guys get money. If it's commercials, which I also have a question about commercials. Go ahead. Um, But on top of that, 
it, it would remind me, do you remember, I think it was like Jeff and Jer. Yeah. yeah when they Jer. lost their show, it was like devastating to so many people. What, what, didn't they lose the show? Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Me included. Yeah. I remember people being like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? How do we listen to them? Like all this shit. And I feel like John and Tammy would be the fucking same exact shit. Well, I will say thank you. First of all, uh, the Jeff and Jer comparison uh, in San Diego is huge. Um, I would love to think that in today's day and age, that if Tam and I lost our job, that people would, what you just said, you know, storm the streets and say, oh my God, no way. But the harsh reality is in today's day and age, when there are a million different ways to listen to things, AKA a podcast. Yeah. Um, it might not be as harsh, but I feel like you could, you could, yeah, you could do this. I would like to think that if Tim and I lost our job or more realistically, when they get smart and say, John, don't show up for work on Monday. <laughs> I would like to think people would, you know, revolt. I don't know. It's a very fickle business. If you guys say you guys say it did well, happen. I am sorry. Let's just say one thing. Let's just say, for whatever reason, you get chlamydia and you got to close down for two weeks. Okay. And you can't. You can't cut hair. <laughs> I would cut hair and with chlamydia need, for some, sure. Okay. <laughs> let's well, let's just say you're socially responsible with chlamydia. Okay. And you and you shut down for two weeks. He's not cutting hair with his dick. And, and somebody. <laughs> but what you didn't, a gift you didn't that see would the be. shave. You didn't see the shave. <laughs> but someone needs earlier. a haircut that day, and yeah. they are forced to go from their favorite. Yeah. To somebody who they're not familiar with just because they have to. Like you said, your dad flew to Chicago. <laughs> your dad flew to Chicago. I was going to ask, I mean. No, no. But what I was trying to say, sorry. I have it in my mind. If you guys, if it ever fucking happened, which I, it'd be crazy. If you guys did a podcast, ah. I would turn the po You could do a 30 minute segment every day. And I would turn it on every morning to you hear would. it. Yeah, for sure. Wow, thank you. For sure. That's very kind. Thank but it, you. Like you said, it's like I just it's my routine. I could I push I get in my truck, I turn the truck on, I plug my phone in, I turn it off the fucking airplay, push the buttons so I can go to the radio and put one oh three seven on you so I can go listen to a to lot you go through a lot of procedures to get to my I show. I struggle to get to your show. And you can get you can push one button <laughs> you just program it and listen to something else. So a more than anything else, thank you. Yeah, I mean, goddamn, you're feeding my family. B, you've just described morning radio. Yeah, if exactly. You're, like if you you're said, you're great at what you do, and I'm not saying we're great, but if you have made a difference, people are going to choose a million other things rather than switch you off because you're normal. You're the way it is. Mm -hmm. I know, you know, you're driving to work. You know, by the time you get to this stoplight, we're about to get to Tammy's College of Hollywood Knowledge. And if you're Which I love. at the stoplight after it happens, well, God damn me, you're late. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what we are. We're not a show. We are a habit. So, and I fully embrace it. And I, not only do I embrace it, I respect it. And I am thankful for it because that's how I've made a living doing this stupid fucking job. <laughs>
I mean, I talk about nothing. <laughs> I, I and I, I have I I have been able to do so many great things and I've lived a good life and I I mean I I'm very thankful for it. Well, yeah, have you? I'm here because of this. So a lot of people you. can start a bullshit podcast, but n- very few people can do what you do. Yeah, that's very so true. So keep that in mind. Like you, you do something that most people can't do. Meaning what? Meaning being on live radio and being interesting and having people wanting to make it a day habit in, day in day out. There's we we just bought some equipment and started a podcast. It's I not bought, the same. You didn't thing. buy any of it. Chase bought this equipment and we started a podcast. <laughs> yeah, but here's the deal, and don't, and I, I appreciate you saying that, but podcasts are the new morning radio yeah i agree this is what people who have talent a lot of people who do what i do disparage podcasts anybody can do that buzz bullshit fuck that you are doing what you want to do and you're doing it in a way it's unfiltered which means it's even better a little bit yeah the unfiltered that is what great performances are about i mean i love my job i love the fact i am able to do my job i mean i do a morning radio show i've been doing so i was 23 years old i'm 50 i've been doing it for 30 years um i get to play every day uh, do you work tomorrow i do so what time do you get up to go i'll be up at 3 30 in the morning Jeez. what the fuck yeah so i should be going pretty soon <laughs> We're al- we're almost there, yeah. But my Holy point shit. is, my point is, is that this is the next generation of morning radio, and you adapt or you die. So I can be this 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 fifty three year old morning host, which I am, and I can say podcasts are bullshit. This is blah 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 blah, and I can be a dinosaur that gets left in the past, or I can say. I mean, I walk the village every day. I met this cool guy at, at the G spot named Chase. We had a beer. He invited me to his podcast. And of course, I'm going to be a part of it because I want people, you know, to keep me employed. Yeah. I mean, this is fun. Right? This, this makes me no money. Like, yeah. this is no. just, just fun. But it's passion. It's a lot of fun. Like, it's we, passion. It's another excuse for me to shit, sit down, shoot the shit, and drink a beer. That's really what it is. If you have a job in today's day and age, mm-hmm cool we're cruising if you have a job that you love mm-hmm. you're fucking blessed yeah and that's what you're doing right now yeah it's fun so i respect that and i will always always honor that well that being said i hope and think that you will stay on the radio for thank a very you long i can't time. see it thank you i can't see it changing. however if you wanted to you have what most podcast people that start off don't have is that people that love you and listen to you daily wow. already and experience and and you have experience. an open mind to the the fact that podcasts are a thing now they are the thing the now. thing so just a well from my dumb objective perspective i think that if you were to just give it a whirl you'd be shocked at how good it is but they oh. don't they don't need to give it a world because they do it on a correct this is this is me saying if you were to go back to yeah. the midwest and, and we like you said like people were up in arms when jeff and jerry went off the radio i remember and it, if yeah. jeff and jerry were able to start a podcast at that time jeff and jerry would have had a following i love what you're saying for so many reasons and first of all thank you that's very kind secondly the fact that tam and i after almost 12 years in San Diego are on par with what Jeff and Jerry would have been had we started our pag our podcast today 
I kind of believe we would. So thank you. That's that's awesome because those guys were the shit when I started in radio. Um, thank you. I just I, yeah. just thank you. That was that's very right. nice. Thank I'm, you. I'm serious. I have a, a question about Tammy's College of Hollywood knowledge. Go ahead. Does she actually leave the room? Yes. Really? So she yep. gets up. I write the questions every night. Uh-huh. Oh, you I did, you I did write it, the questions? I did it before I came in today. You write the questions. Every day. Okay, I have one. I caught a, Go ahead. a mess up. Oh, I, I mess up all the time. Go ahead. It was a, a question about... It was a question about uh, Game of Thrones. I said Jon Snow, not Jon Snow. I said Jon Snow, not Jon Snow. You did. Yeah, I caught it. And I was like, I wanted to text you so bad. About seventy-five <laughs> I like, million. I, text I, picked, messages. I picked my phone up and I was like, "Some everyone's texting." Thank There's you. There's no point in me texting <laughs> you. him right now. Yeah, I, I legit. I was like, I have to text him, and then and that's was, the beauty of live radio. Yeah, and that is what I believe. In all seriousness, is why I'm able to. Uh, appear likable to people. Yeah, yeah. Is because I am fucking stupid. You fuck up sometimes. And I mess up all the time and I don't take it out. I just like, whatever. Yeah. I, you know, and it's just and, real. Yeah. Well, I, I loved it though because I was like, I was listening on right. my way to work. I'm like, it's snow. It's snow. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm looking at you and I'm seeing the reflection of myself with this bald ass fat I'll face and I you. can't stand I'll block you, sorry. <sighs> You did a nice shave, though. If you're, you guys are ever in Carlsbad Village, have Chase shave you. Uh, and not just face, by the way. I've understood. He, uh, he's, he's open That's, to... He doesn't pay me to be on this podcast. He no. shaves my asshole. Just for shaves the butts. Ooh. Yeah, He's shaving the balloon knot. Yep. But that, yeah, that mess up thing, too, is like... I can imagine. Do you, do you think nowadays it's harder to... Like, you have to think about what you're saying more. Oh, my God. Because everyone is offended by fucking everything now. Everything. Yeah. I mean, I like mean, you I have really your, appreciate your, you bringing that up. Like your daughter is like your daughter's vegan, right? And you, you talk about it on the show all the time. And that you guys do that so funny, like so smoothly. It's great. But you could offend people by, by kind of joking about that, you know? Well, if I'm going to offend, first of all, you're going to offend vegans because that's why, that's why they're yeah. vegans. They're going to be offended by everything. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. It's it's hard because this is probably no no not probably this is definitely the most difficult time for, for for free speech ever by far in the world by far and anything that you can say somebody is going to call you out on or try to make you suffer from I will say this in all the things that we've done, nobody has ever said uh, you're going to pay for that. Or we, I, I'm not sure if we're just not woke enough or if we're just too milk toast. But we have been okay as far as that's concerned. You know, one day I was on the air and I was talking about I forgot who it was, but I said, "Well, he's no Mensa student." And somebody thought I said Mexican student, and they called up to like, complain. You're fucking fired. You're done. We got you. And I said, Why would I? I said Mensa, mm-hmm. not Mexican. Mensa. And as soon as they heard that, they were like, Oh, well, that makes sense, I guess. But they were so quick to jump in and try to fuck totally you over. fucking cancel me. Yeah. 
I mean, why would I ever say that? It sounds like a Mexican. Like, that's pretty what? fucking amazing that you've been on radio so long and like have not had issues. That's great. I mean, I guess. Are we boring? No, I mean, that's great. Not. Well, I mean, you probably could go back. Like, someone could go back and probably be like, they said this. I've had so many people say, you suck. You're fired. I've had people try to campaign me to get fired. What? But that is not like somebody totally calling you out for something socially right. inappropriate. Yeah. Uh, and thank God. Uh, I'm looking for something wood to knock on. Get over here, Chase. <laughs> you got that wood thing that um, I pointed at at the beginning of the episode. If you're interested, <laughs> knocked on your head. I, I, I hope, I hope and pray that that's never going to happen. But I, I mean, I don't know. Everyone's getting busted for everything nowadays. I don't, I don't, I don't even know. Yeah. I will say this: I always ask females when I, I, I take a ton of pictures with people. I always ask females if I can put my arm around them. In the pictures now. That's smart. That's I have to. But it's to. crazy that you have to ask that. Someone's asking you for a it's photo. The right, it's the right thing to do. I remember in the height of Me Too. I'd probably just put my arms in front of me no matter what. Then, but then you look like a dick. Yeah, kind of. You know, they want to come in hot. They want to come in and... and I, just look like every, a cholo, you know? The best way to go about doing it is, hey, would you mind if I put my arm around you? That way they can even... Either way, you're they a hero you. because you're a kind you're person nice. yeah. or you're just doing the right thing. The responsible thing. I mean, I know a couple of guys that like in pictures accidentally brushed somebody's but, backside yeah. and they had to answer for it later. I did see you at uh, Morgan Wallen's. Did I touch your dick? You I'm touched, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Dude, well, I've got beef with a radio personality that was wait, a wait, 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 wait. I want to hear how I violated him first. Go ahead. You sucked his dick? No, he touched my dick. No, I'm, no. I saw you at, uh, it was Morgan Wallen down at the what, Coors Amphitheater, whatever it's yeah, called. Uh, now. Uh, uh, North Island Credit Union <sighs> Amphitheater. I hate that. Um, a different sponsor every year. Yeah, it was year. like, and you guys were in the you know, the dirt lot yep. saying hi to everybody. Yep. And it was like photo, 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 yeah, it's photo. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And you know what? God forbid you just that. Yeah. Don't pay attention to your hand and it inadvertently touches a, an ass cheek. I would probably just guess what you just did. I probably just put Tammy in, be, in between me every time. All I do now is ask. That's all I do. It's smart. That's the way to do it. Right. I have to. And either way, you're either that weird guy that makes it weird or you're a, a person that's, respectful enough to say i whatever but yeah all you have to do the moral of the story is no one's ever said how dare you ask they've always said thank you for asking yeah so when in doubt just go ahead and ask i right. guess is the moral of the story. definitely so can't somebody go, who can't go which wrong. radio i'm not saying who it is i'm not saying who, i'm not saying who it is you who said you brought up you? no one touched me was it dave shelley or chainsaw that no. touched your wiener nope nope <laughs> Nope, but Chainsaw sounds like he would. He might. He might be down. He might. Sorry, very, no. Very, um, good, very good people. No, it was. It was a. It was a. He's an asshole. I've met him in person. We did. We did some stuff on radio. This. A radio person. Radio person. You would come know on. Hundred percent. Spill it. I'm not saying. So I'm we not can saying. talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. But I, clues. He, uh, clues. The song he'd play. <laughs> the song he'd play next. Uh would it be the Beatles? Would it be Bruno Mars? Would it be Kendrick Lamar? Probably be Meatloaf. <laughs> okay. So classic rock. Uh, it's not, he's not going to say Who that Who touched all. your taint? Who, t- 
Who you was it? Such a good podcast. I swear to God. Dude, Who you would have a I would podcast. love your podcast. I would fucking love you. One day, if you're into it and the... If, if, are you if allowed you are, to? I'm not sure after this, it's probably on frankly. A, it's probably on a contract. I asked about this before I came did here. You, I, I had, did they give you I permission? You, I mean, we'll see. Do, I think I'm okay. Talk to producer and... I, I, I work for a company <laughs> that's very strict. So... I'm not sure what I'm saying right now is is acceptable, but I mean, you got me at a good time. Yeah. So back to your uh, radio I'm, rate. We have like <laughs> let's uh, let's, go, let's go back to that. We also only have like 13 radio followers. Rate. No, it wasn't me. It was a family member of mine. Sure, who's it was. female, and and yes. I just didn't like I didn't like the way this person carried themselves around my female family member. <laughs> okay. I thought they were douchey. That's and, legit. Yeah, and I okay. and I was it was like I was a part of something, and. It was supposed to be about like what I was doing and their focus was on this female family member and the mm. way they interacted with them both verbally and physically right. made me uncomfortable yeah. and made me be like, fuck this guy. Right. And I will never not feel like that. Yeah, but I'm not going to say forever now, aren't I, you? I also don't like cancel culture, so I would never say who it was like on a public forum because I don't think I think that's bullshit. It's like, it, okay, he's an asshole, but that's my opinion. That I hate cancel to culture, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fuck yeah. That. But you fucking hate that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, but like, that's different. I'd rather give him hands, you know what I mean? That's different. Cancel. Yeah, it's different. Just give him hands. <laughs> give him Just hands. give him a, a ham sandwich. Well, I think we're at a good point to end, and I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, you do have to wake up at 3.30 in the morning. I've had so much fun. Thank you, guys. This was fucking awesome, it, dude. This was, have you enjoyed this? I did Amazing. a lot. Yeah, it made very easy. It, I we would I, if you want to come on ever again that would be fucking awesome. Have I given up too much? Have I am I am I gonna get I, fired? I hope not. I hope not too. But okay. we can it, it, let us know. We can do whatever. Also, <laughs> uh, let's go bass fishing. Hell yes! I got a boat. We got a bay. Yes, I'll show you how to throw some plastics. Oh, that'd be cute. Fly I'd would love be that. That's a fly would be this man ties flies. Or perhaps I can show you how to <laughs> properly <laughs> fish. Oh shit! You know, or you could fly fish. I've never fly fish there in my life. Go. I'd I love to you do, you do, do that. You should. Are you catching bass on fly fish? Oh, yeah. 1,000%. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, it's so much fun. In town? You're fly. fly fishing in Southern California. You're catching bass? 100%. Oh, yeah. I've watched it. That's, I'll, show you, I'll show you the fly when we're done right now. I, what I use. I think I'm in love with you. <laughs> you heard it here first. No, no, everyone that knows me knows that's true. But I'm, I mean, I'm a deep sea guy. Like I said, I love tuna fishing and, and all that shit. Him and our friend Constantine like took me fly fishing for the first time, like since I was a kid, just locally at the couple spots that we'll tell you not on the mic. And because um, <laughs> they're, be yeah, yes, they're very secret. Yes. We're not that secret. No, no, no. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's fucking great. Like just the, the process of like the way you cast with it and like the way you really. It's, it's just not much. Different. It's not much different. It's not. It much is. But you're catching it's, fish. Though. He's catching yeah, yeah, flies yeah. that they tie. As 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 you're fly fishing in yeah. Southern yeah. California. Yeah. Spotted bass. I even got a tattoo. Look, he's taking his clothes off. Look at that. You <laughs> you are. Look at you. I'm surprised you showed him your dick tattoo. You're covered <laughs> in ink. Yeah, I have a lot of tattoos. What do you got? How many? I'll show you later. Oh, okay. Well, with that. <laughs> But, Until but, next time. But I think it's a good time, and I and I really appreciate you coming. Oh, Thank you, man. My it was pleasure. a lot of fun. Thank I literally so walk by here every other day, so I'm just going to stop in and do another podcast. Sometime. A lot, a lot of people just stop in and drink our beer and whiskey. So, well, I didn't know it was available, but I'm in. Yeah, it's definitely available. Thanks, guys. I appreciate. Thanks for being it. so cool to me. Of the course, country morning show DJ. I love it. You're amazing, bro. It was yeah. great oh, having you on the man. podcast. Thank love you for joining us. Awesome. Thank you. And I Bring the pot. You 
bring the papers And I'll pour the shots It's so good to have good company For all the fucked up habits that I got